Hey y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week we're going to talk about Stranger Things Part 2. We're going to talk about our experience at Comic-Con, Melania Trump, Captain Fantastic, and The Hunt for the Wilder People. Those are good. Uh, we really could talk about Lights Out because you saw it, but I didn't see it yet. So I'll just give you my like one word review. Let's hear it. Fun. <laughs> We'll start with Comic-Con, since that's more of just like... You ain't like... gonna introduce me? Oh, I'm sorry. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian J. Gomez. At Adrian J. Gomez. What's up? How are you? I'm broken a little bit. I know. I'm ill. I really got sunburned yesterday. Oh, yeah. I'm starting to feel like where my t-shirt line is like rubbing up yeah. against it. And I've had these two bumps on my big toe for like the longest time. It looks like a spider bite. What is that? You see that? It kind of looks like you got stapled. Yeah. In my dreams. That's terrifying. Okay, so we went to Comic-Con yesterday. Yeah. We only went for one day to film. We interviewed people for probably two hours. Yeah, we spent more time in the car. Oh, Which yeah. is a little sad. But I, I don't care. I still had a great time. It was cool to see all the costumes. Yeah. We ran we into did, some famous people. We ran into Christopher Gorham, who was on Ugly Betty and Covert, Covert Affairs. Affairs. And we also ran to Joss Whedon. Director of the Avengers. Creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And Patrick got a great selfie with him. And we saw Clark Gregg. And we saw Clark Gregg almost as soon as we got out of the car. And Lupita Nyong'o. And we saw the cast of The Walking Dead and thought it was Lupita (laughs) Nyong'o. Patrick's friend commented on the video and said, I thought it was Lupita too. (laughs) It does. It looks like Also the hairstyle. Oh my, Exactly. Yeah. Also, we weren't exactly close, and you know I'm blind. I can barely see you now. <laughs> I really think I'm blind. I told you the other day you need to go for an eye exam. Probs. Um, so, it was cool. What was uh, your favorite costume that you saw? Favorite costume that I saw, what, like, out of the people we interviewed, or just, like, in general? In general. Well, it was hard, because I was mostly looking for people to interview, but I think, honestly, the girl that was dressed up in steampunk, it really impressed me that 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 was was the first time she'd done that. And she'd made that all from hand, by hand. I mean, that's wild. That's too much time, too much money, but very cool. Also, do you know, do you like steampunk? Like, do you know what that is? Yeah. It's weird. It's like a weird... It's a whole, like, subculture. Yeah, people, like, have houses designed in steampunk. I, like, oddly, there's this guy who went to UNCG... And which is the college I went to, mm. um, and he directed this or like was part of this series where they made episodes about like, and it was set in this like steampunk world. Mm. He also did that Panic at the Disco video that's like set in a steampunk kind of setting. What do you mean he did it? Like he, I'm, I'm not sure what his role in it was. <sighs> yeah, but he always kept asking me to be a PA, be a PA, and every time, one time, me and Katie were in the car on the way, and he canceled to be a PA. Yeah. He was like, oh, never mind, we're not filming today. What a douche. No, he was nice. He listens to this? Uh, probably not. I don't yeah. even think we're Facebook friends anymore. Oh, that's good. Hi. Um, <laughs> so there were also a lot of really cool trailers and like footage and stuff that were released. Yeah. The one I'm most excited for by a million miles is that The Woods, the movie that they've been advertising, is actually the new Blair Witch movie. Yeah. The Blair Witch Project is one of the best scary movies, like, ever. Oh, yeah, and I was reading all these articles how it changed the trajectory of, like, horror movies. 
it created like the found footage absolutely and you said they rented the they bought the camera to film it they on. bought two cam or they had one camcorder that mm. they had been making like student films on and they went to circuit city on their way to film bought a camcorder they used it for the weekend and then when they were done they took it back to circuit city here's a question i don't know if you know the answer to this did they have studio backing already, or were they no, just making a movie? Just making a movie. They had no backing. Those actors knew nothing that what they were getting into, and they like basically trapped them in the woods. And you know that was also like the first movie to uh, like create like online marketing. Oh yeah, like a website. Absolutely. Like just to tie into the video. Like they, I for a long time. When I was in, like, middle school or elementary school and I knew about, like, the Blair Witch Project but I hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I did see it. I legitimately thought those people were, A like, lot missing. of people did. You I mean, they, mean? like, paid those actors to basically disappear for a while after it came out. That girl said it, like, ruined her life. Oh, yeah. She I could bet. never get anything else after that. And they were She's trying to be not a good actress. But, I mean, that movie. Oh, it's incredible. And so this movie is her brother, right? Yeah. Going back to look for her. It looks so good. Oh my god, I can't mm. wait. But Wonder Woman too. Wonder Woman trailer, which looked, it looked good. I looked Better really good. Better than I was expecting it Oh too. yeah, Justice League. The Justice League trailer looked like an Avengers movie. Did you see any of the trailers for like TV? Mm-mm. There's a new X-Men one that actually looks very and good. And there's too. an X-Men TV show? That's what it is. Called so is it like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Kind of. I think it's particularly about one mutant who's like extraordinarily strong like he's the strongest mutant ever are the people in the movies gonna be in the show i don't think so. probably in the pilot maybe but it looks fun yeah and it's the, the same creator from fargo oh, so i thought that was kind of cool that's fantastic i know i really need to watch that yeah yeah i'm like there's like eight shows i'm trying to watch yeah and, and i'll keep watching it's absolutely fabulous instead and the great i'm already in the third off. season <laughs> like what is wrong with me or actually the third series in the uh, UK. Uh, next, we're going to talk about Stranger Things. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about it last week. Stranger Things is the new show on Netflix. 80s nostalgia. Yeah, like sci-fi kind of show. So now that you've finished it, what are your thoughts? Probably one of the best series of TV I've ever seen. Honestly, through and through. There's not a single bad episode, which is amazing to me. Uh, all the actors were great. There wasn't a single moment I didn't like. Do you think there should be a second season? with this group and this story yes and no i feel like it's set up in a way where we can just assume that things are like there's just continuously strange things or strange things happening but i think some somebody else i heard uh brought up a very interesting topic in terms of um eleven's dad Mm -hmm. and how we basically got a very skewed perspective of him just from her perspective Mm -hmm. and that he or that people think there's like a theory going on that he's actually a good guy and that we only see him as well they do sort of paint him as like he really loves her yeah so there's like some sort of like deeper connection there besides he's like using her as an experiment for sure but i I mean i think honestly it was some of the best tv ever you think one on a rider's gonna get nominated for everything yeah you think a little girl's gonna get nominated for everything uh yeah like critics choice you know what I mean? Yeah. Like those awards. Yeah. Like Nickelodeon. Sure. Those little kids are incredible. Oh my god. Oh, I remind me to tell you something about the little boy later at another time. We're not being recorded. But you haven't finished the last episode yet. I have 15 minutes left in the last but episode. But you've seen for the majority of... Yeah. Okay. So good. 
absolutely so good <laughs> i mean it's amazing everybody is good like start to finish and they just make it's the kids that really do it absolutely they make the world so believable yeah and i don't really love sci-fi kind of stuff you know that like yeah. that's not really my thing mm. wait what's the movie with I, this is so random the one with michael fassbender where he's the robot Prometheus. In Aliens, the new one that's coming out, he's in that? Yes. Oh, okay. So that is the second Prometheus. So it's a Prometheus. tie-in, exactly. Is but it's... Homegirl in it? Who? The... New Me? Yeah? Yes. Okay. So the one they were like advertising at Comic-Con, that is the new Michael... F- like, that's the next one in that series? Yes. Okay. I was thinking that earlier. And I but it's called Aliens 3. Right. Or whatever it is. Aliens. Aliens. I think, yeah. Yeah, but it's the sequel to Prometheus, set in the world of Aliens. Because remember, Prometheus set it up as... The precursor to Aliens. So Gourney Weaver really narrates a lot of things. Yeah. I was at uh, Jiffy Lube. Yeah. And she was narrating like some random documentary on the History Channel about like the Rosewood or Roswell. What's that show? The Alien thing? Oh yeah, Roswell. And she was just narrating it. And I was like, Sigourney? Is that you? <laughs> but she has such a neutral, calming yeah, voice. Yeah, like Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah. Did you ever watch March of the Penguins? Yeah. That movie is good. I yeah. used to put that on when I worked at the video store. Would you recommend Stranger Things to just anybody? Well, I told my mom, I, who I know doesn't like that kind of stuff, even more so than I don't, I said, you should watch it. Mm-hmm. I said, because Winona Ryder is great, mm-hmm. and first of all, everybody can like is like is has some sort of kind thought towards her, and I said, it's just good and suspenseful, but in like not in a like... It's, like, scary, but not actually scary. Exactly. It's It's, it's like, a fun kind of scary. Like, E.T. Yeah. Like, E.T. is a science fiction thing, but it's for everybody. Exactly. That's exactly how but it is. But looking back at what you said in terms of her starting at a 10, do you still agree with I still it? think there maybe could have been maybe 20 more minutes of story before they d- jumped right into it. But you think she kind of kept it up all the way through? Oh, yeah. She was great. A hundred percent. There were a couple moments where I thought her character was a little... They painted her a little dumb. Mm. And that made me sad, but I understand that that's just the writing twist it made. Like it, uh, you know, I don't want to say like spoil anything, but there's moments where I'm like, she's doing stuff, and I'm like, you wouldn't really do this, but she's so desperate to find her son, mm-hmm. so you accept all her bad choices. But I loved her; I thought she was fantastic. Yeah, and I hope that she gets more work. Like if this is a uh, like American Horror Story where it's like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an anthology. Yeah, and she's not in any more of it. I hope that she's like now going to be is a in platform. something. Exactly. I think it will. Just like it was American Horror Story was for Jessica Lane. Exactly. Actually, Grey Gardens is the reason that she got American Horror Story. That's true. And Grey Gardens is so. With Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I, I haven't have a big seen bruise that. on my leg. I can't show you right now because I'll make the mic move. Um. So that's that. Next, we're going to talk about Melania Trump. Yeah. Now, this podcast will never be where we come to talk about politics, so don't... Expect it. Expect that. We're not going to. I really hate that kind of stuff, So, and I never will do anything. I, that's my hesitation doing a let's chat where we ask people about the election, because mm-hmm. I think people are going to like start like picketing and like or, like going through all that, and it's like, that's not my thing. But that she crossed over into more of like a pop culture point oh, than just like a political moment. Yeah. I feel a hair bad for her. A little. Because, A, you know, she didn't write none of that mess. Of course not. Nobody writes any of what they're reading. The general person would not read somebody's speech that they had written for them. Right. And say, oh, this is from Michelle Obama's speech in 2009 or whatever. So, you know, she had no idea. Of course. She went up there blindly 
and sorry, I just remembered like a picture I saw for her earlier and giggled while I was talking. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I, I did sort of feel bad for her. I, her team of writers should all be like murdered. Well, you heard that the speechwriter came forward and Donald Trump did not fire her. Yeah. So I think that's one stupid because Donald Trump is trying to look above the situation. Yeah. But they blamed it on Hillary Clinton. How? That she, like, made somebody plagiarize it for her. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I felt, it just, I think the worst part of the whole thing was that she had done the Matt Lauer thing where she said she basically wrote it by herself. Yeah. And then, like, the next day somebody said something else about how much her involvement was. And then later she was like, oh, I only read it twice. It's like, oh, gosh. But I did, I just feel so bad for her. It's weird. Yeah, this whole election has been bizarre. Oh my like god! Like the most yeah. bizarre. It feels like a movie. Oh, it doesn't yeah. feel like real life. Yeah. Can you imagine her as a first lady? No, but she is pretty in like a wild way. Yeah, but that's not the only qualification. Yeah. Here's my real question. I think I asked you this the other day, but maybe I was asking somebody else. If she win, if she, if Donald Trump wins, yeah. and she's the first lady, will big name designers design for her? Absolutely, like the way they do for Michelle. You know, Michelle Obama is always wearing like custom, like I can't think of. Well, a designer, it's both like of them. Prada. It's, yeah, it's both because the I mean, the first lady is notoriously known for wearing famous people. Yeah, like Oscar de la Renta is yeah, one exactly. that she always wore, but then also basically creating name brand people exactly like household names exactly so it's both it's absolutely both but do you think since like there's such a especially from like the arts world like hate towards donald trump right now do you still think big name designers will design for her of course be just because it's still an honor to design for the first lady absolutely they're those dresses set in museums you know yeah. what i mean so and she's like a model i mean oh, actually, yeah. a model. actually a model and has like the like we've never had a first lady I guess Jackie O, but she was wearing, like, pantsuits. Right. But, like, Michelle Obama wears, like, gowns. Like, people wear the Oscars. Yeah. But the, Michelle Obama, like, no shade, is not a super, doesn't no. have a supermodel body. No, exactly. This woman is, like, built for that kind of stuff. Absolutely. I would be very curious. So, who just said? Michael Moore, mm-hmm. which, who cares what he has to say, yeah. thinks that he's going to win. And something deep inside myself thinks that he can. I, it's going to be the closest ever, I think. Yeah. I'm scared. I'm very, I'm so ready for it to be over so we don't have to hear about the politics for four I years. I know. And you have to think, I mean, it's not that far away. It's already almost August. Think, don't say that. Next week. I feel like the whole year is just sand going through my hands. And I still have my One Direction calendar on February because Harry Styles, hey boo. <laughs> hey boo. <laughs> I just realized this girl at work is like obsessed with One Direction. Who? Reese. Oh, she like started no. talking to me about it the other day. I was like, oh yeah, I know you are my kind of people. Oh yeah. Um, okay, next we're going to talk about Captain Fantastic. We saw two movies this week together, neither of which were like A-list movies. So if you haven't ever heard of them, that's okay. YouTube the trailer. And go, and find, it go find it. If you I, live in Hillsboro, yeah. go to the little Chelsea Theater over by Timberline that smells like coffee. They are showing it. I guarantee <laughs> you. That's where I always used to go to find my independent movies. Oscar season, I was there like every other weekend. How they much are the me. tickets? Uh, they're like $10. That's not bad. No. They do take movie pass. <gasps> yeah, I know. Okay, so the first one we saw was Captain Fantastic. Yeah. It stars Viggo Mortensen. Yes. And he shows his wiener. And Frank Langella. And Frank Langella. And... Vigo shows his wiener. Yeah, that was bizarre. So it's about a dad who lives in the woods with his children. Yep. 
his wife dies, and they have to decide whether or not to. Uh, they live in he he raises his family like in the woods, like basically like jungle people. Yeah, but they like live off the land, and they he but like they trains yeah them he like hardcore. trains them to be like. The strongest human exactly peak physical mental people exactly but in no like real world guidelines no real education social skills exactly so they go into like the city basically for the mother's funeral and so it's about that sort of like the struggle yeah that clash between like what how they've been raised and like the real world exactly it was very good probably the stupidest movie I've ever seen no you don't really think that. One of. First of all, you've seen Twilight, and you loved it. How can you... It was not stupid at all. I loved it. I thought it definitely had some parts that made me mad, and I think it probably ran 15 minutes too long, and that's why. Once you... I mean, things like that, I think there needed to be two more editors that read the script and said, you can cut this scene, this scene, and this scene. How did you say you know that I'm not interested? You don't... Uh, I don't remember now. You don't look at the screen. It's your body language. Oh, yeah. I start, like, slouching. Oh, yeah. You're, like, laid over if you don't like it. First of all, I knew you weren't going to like it before it even started. You look like you were about to fall asleep. I said, oh, yeah. He ain't going to be into this. Well, even if I, I'm looking... I mean, I remember it from beginning to end. I was fully oh, awake. Oh, you were awake. Yeah, yeah, Fully awake. Not a fan whatsoever. Yeah, I, I just wasn't the, yeah. connected to the story. Yeah. You really didn't like it. Mm. I thought it was a really cool movie. Like I said, there were things I didn't like, but I thought all the acting was great. But not overacted? Like, almost all of it was overacted. Well, I think it's a heightened world. Like, screaming for no reason. Like, nobody acts like that. Well, yeah, nobody raises their family in the woods. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, they do. Also, the cheesiest ending to a movie I've ever seen. Yeah, but that's okay. It was sweet. I loved it. I thought it was, like, an interesting movie. It was a good concept. I don't know if it was a perfect movie, but the concept I thought was yeah. very good. I and thought it was a good Catherine trailer. Bond was in it. Oh, yeah, she was fantastic. I love... She is the most underrated actress ever. The Visit. Oh, that's not her shining moment, I don't think. But trans, she's great on Transparent. Oh, she was great on... What's the show that was supposed to have Philip Seymour Hoffman? Happy-ish? Yeah. She was great on that. She's great in everything. In the old Anchorman, I thought that woman is funny. Like, she's always funny and this always was a, good. This movie was a good trailer. You know what I mean? I just Oh, yeah. I think in a lot of ways it just wasn't executed well. Yeah. But, but it was very pretty. I mean, all that Seagull oh, Rose guy yeah. that I was seeing in the background, I was like, mm, I can dig this. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, like texture. Like, it, the face value was cool. Yeah. Other than that, no thanks. Okay. The other movie we saw was The Hump for the Wilder People. Yeah, another very unknown movie. So, it's basically this movie about this little boy who gets dropped off by an adoption agency, I guess. Like the foster agency. Or like foster agency to this woman. And him and the stepfather have this sort of, like, strange bond. And they end up in the woods for a very long period of time. And the world has sort of assumed that they're missing and like they're on like, the run exactly on the run yeah but in real life they're just out in the woods having a good time exactly so it's a dark comedy from new zealand from new zealand yeah but it was very good oh my god yeah visually i thought it was amazing we saw a lot of movies about the woods yeah everything we've been watching is in the woods even stranger things i was like we gotta watch something in the real world <laughs> in the real world in the real world um but it was 
yeah just a great movie very cute all the acting again was great who's the guy again sam o'neill mm-hmm. he's fantastic absolutely the, the little boy was, was great. great the little kid was great he's like this little punk who dresses like an urban youth yeah and he's like 12 <laughs> yeah. and he like he talks like he's a 24 year old but he like pop locks and drops it oh my god yeah it's very good if google the trailer you'll immediately want to go watch it absolutely Okay, so that's those. Our question this week comes from Jesse Allen. Is it hot living in L.A. during the summer? Wait, do you know who this is? I don't think so. Or I think I do know a Jessica Allen. This might be Jesse Allen. Hey, girl. Hey, what's up? Or boy. There's uh, Jessies that are boys. Oh, for sure. Hi. Um, you answer first and then I'll answer. Or do you want it the other way around? Uh, I don't care. You answer. Okay. First of all, did you just hear Champ scream? Yeah. I can hear it in the microphone. Hello. Um... I grew up in North Carolina where the humidity is on another level. Yeah. So when it's like 94, it feels like it's like 112. Yeah. Whereas here when it's 94, it feels like 94. So it's dry, but it's still hot. Yeah. I mean, I'm still sweating all the time. Yeah. So yes, it is, but it's not the same as like if you're living in like a humid sort of place. So my, now I've lived here basically my whole life. Yeah. Very small chunks of time not spent here. I spent some time in New York, like three years or so. And same thing in North Carolina. Humidity is freaking terrible. But here, I grew up also in Woodland Hills, which is the hottest part of L.A. County ever, like on like the history, whatever books that they keep track of that crap. And <laughs> it got... I remember I was in, like, seventh grade. It was 120 degrees outside. And mm-hmm. I just... My whole life... You can ask my mom, and she'll tell you this, and you know this, too. I just can't... I, I complain about the heat every single day of my life. I don't ever feel comfortable in the heat. Oh, me either. Also, my one saying always is that I prefer cold any day of the week because you can put on more clothes. Oh, yeah. Whereas heat, you can you only can't take, take off, off so many clothes. Exactly. And thank God. Even here in your own home, an air conditioner. Yeah, for I can't be air. running around in my freaking, you know, Knickers. birthday suit. You're right. Balls out. I hate being hot oh, more yeah. than anything in the entire world. Thank you for your question. If you'd like to email us your question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Yes, sir. Um, so that your song that you can't get enough of this week. Um, Church on Sunday by that girl Grace.
good. What is song is she sing? You know. You know only. Yeah, it's like the Mob Wives theme yeah. song or something. But yeah. this one is good because you really can tell she can sing. Oh, she can sing. Oh yeah. Um, my song this week is "I'll Be Fine" by Buster Mo. on spotify he was on the new release thing i've switched from apple music back to spotify and i'm happier than ever it's a good time um so that's that this week you are looking forward to what are you looking forward to i would like to see the looking movie i think mine was gonna be the same yeah um looking is that show on hbo about all the gay people i have a very love-hate relationship it got canceled after two seasons it was not very good most of the time but i am curious to see the way in which it was wrapped up yeah and i've heard the movie is really good yeah so I'm excited for that. I'd say that's the same thing. Just because so many people at work were telling or asking me if I'd watched it. So I, I think I would look forward to that. Yeah. And finally, your goober of the week. Who's yours? Mine is HBO for submitting that poor man for the Emmys and then his Emmy nomination got rescinded. So HBO, uh, there's this guy on Veep. His name is Something McNichol. What's his first Phillip, name? Philip, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my gosh, something I have like to that. Um, I'm not even sure McNichol is his last that, name. I think that is. Okay, hold on. I think it's the Philip. McNichol. You don't. Okay, so he was nominated for Veet <laughs> for you, Guest Supporting say? Actor. Yes. Guest Actor. Peter McNichol. Okay. Um, He was on a lot. He's been on a ton of shows. My mom listed a whole list of them. Um, but he's been on Veep as like one of the campaign advisors, Jonah's campaign advisor. And he and the Emmy rule for guest is if you've been more than fifty percent of the season, you are not qualified as a guest. Yeah. First of all, most of the time, the people that are nominating the guest star thing are people who are like series regulars, exactly. Like Laverne Cox yeah. being nominated for Orange is the New Black, which is a joke. Um, when she had been past years, but anyway, so he actually was in a fifth episode where he was part of like a uh, videotape that they showed on the screen for 10 seconds for 10 seconds and hbo didn't see it and some website the predicts awards uh called him out on it and so they rescinded his emmy nomination but put up the guy from girls who i love peter sclary right absolutely star of bosom buddies oh my word so i was thrilled for that but can you imagine he's already won an emmy so i mean it's not a big deal right but to have that moment it's still it's just like so bizarre yeah can you imagine me nominated they're like actually whoops yeah that's sad yeah 
Mine is Leslie Jones, but not for the reason that most people would think I'm saying it for. I just think it's not worth or not. So she was getting attacked basically by all those people, very so racist, bad. derogatory things about her appearance and being a woman, whatever. Uh, but I just. She's completely different, and she's like obviously in the public eye, and it's funny, and has a way of responding to people. But why, why pay attention to it? You really, I mean, you could just turn your notifications off and not even blink at anything that's going on. Yeah, you know what I mean. But maybe I understand like why she'd want to talk about it. I just don't think it was worth it. I think I appreciate the fact that she was like retweeting these people. And then when they were deleting, she was like screenshotting and being like, no, if you're going to be racist and call me a gorilla, Mm -hmm. the world should see it. But the fact that she took it then to heart and was like getting really upset about it. I was like, A, you're a comedian. Yeah. So you should not, and a stand-up comedian at that. Yeah. So like, it's like, ugh, it's hard because that, I mean, that's their whole career. It's making, poking fun at people. So I thought, like, if you're going to be in on the joke with us, then it's hard if you sort of then take it super seriously. Yeah. Um, but she came back and I thought I had a good response afterwards. Right. Saying, like, you know, right. who else is going to live tweet Game of Thrones? Yeah. But uh, I'm curious to see what her career becomes. I am, even at, before all this, just from, like, Ghostbusters or whatever, I have a bad feeling that she's going to end up being, like, the one who stays too long on Saturday Night Live, and that will sort of be her career. Yeah, how do you go from being a leading lady to still just being, like, a Because, like, the thing is, she Saturday. doesn't really have a, a base built up, and I think all this controversy surrounding her is going to make her almost, like, too untouchable. Touch, yeah. yeah. For a little while, and not to be a race thing, but it is already hard for those types of black women to be cast regularly yeah. in real parts. Yeah, there are a million of them that are amazing who have been in amazing movies. I mean, let's be real. Octavia Spencer isn't exactly getting a bunch of parts. No, and she's unreal. Snow so, Piercer. Yeah, yeah, but she was great in that. Even she was only in it for ten minutes. What's she yell? Tell we want chicken. <laughs> Love Snowpiercer. That was good. Okay, so that's our podcast for this week. If you want to find us outside this, you can find us on youtube.com slash tallpaulpictures, which we have to change. YouTube.com slash. I remember that. Um, for now, that's what it is. Uh, you can find us on facebook.com slash let's chat with Curry, on Instagram at Curry Terrell, and at Adrian J. Gomez, on Twitter at Curry Terrell, and at Yo Adrian J. Gomez. And that's it. Have a fun night. Have a great week. And morning, yeah. Who knows when people listen to this? Have a good day. Have a good night. Bye. Have a good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs>